The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Deep down the middle's got his man, and he's gone. Jason Swain, touchdown. It's time for the Swain event with your host, Jason Swain. My man. Real sports talk for the real sports fan. All you chumps are going to bow when I whoop him. It's time for the Swain event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Give me two and a red flag. Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. Hope you're having a great Thursday, March the 10th, 2022. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, live here from the Low T Center Studio. 865-255-03 is our telephone number. Ben! What's up, buddy? What's up? SEC Basketball. Did you watch it? You said you were gonna watch it, Ben. Did you did you watch it? Uh yeah. Kind of. I uh I had it on my iPad as I was sitting in the Lindsey Nelson Stadium press box. Oh beautiful. If you want to call it watching. Uh but I was as I was watching Tennessee baseball do its thing, I had it up on my iPad and had the volume up and uh more so watched the first game between Ole Miss and Missouri. And then did pay attention to Georgia Vanderbilt for a half. But once Vanderbilt jumped out to like a 20-point lead, I kind of quit paying attention. But I did have it on my screen. So that counts for something, right? That counts. That that counts for sure. And even the first game, I mean, neither game was entertaining. I mean, not that I had high hopes given the – the teams that were playing, 
but even with both of them being bad teams, neither were good games. They were not competitive at all, in fact. First game was a little more competitive. (laughs) Ole Miss only lost by (laughs) 10-ish, whereas Georgia trailed for 20 to 30 for the most of that game. It almost almost got to 40. I just... I'll have some notes on just how bad this Georgia team is and was uh, during around the SEC, but all-time bad. If if you are Georgia, who is the first person you are calling this morning to be your next head coach? And look, it, it's been known that Tom Crean was, was going to get the ax, so I'm sure that they've been having some back-channel conversations with some coaches. But if, if you were in charge, who would who would be the first coach that you would call? Anybody that comes to mind right off the bat? Well, the first coach I, I would call got the uh, contract extension, and I am glad. I am glad Steve Forbes is not going to Georgia. Well, I don't think that he would take that job as is. Oh, it's but it's a job that is just like the Auburn job. You know, it's the sleeping giant. It's just like Tennessee. Job, it's, it's a sleeping giant. I mean, you have a or LSU, there is a willing fan base, a fan base that already supports football, that's already passionate, and they'll support you if you are a winner in basketball and you're gonna get the resources from the boosters and the donors. You are in the middle of a recruiting hotbed. All the players that come from Atlanta, Georgia, and the state of Georgia. I mean, it is a sleeping giant job. And you are going to have to put some resources in the basketball program. And so if I'm a basketball coach with a high ceiling and a promising future, I'm careful about taking a Georgia job. But I'm just going to make, I'm going to make sure that I need everything. I get everything I need to be successful. So, I think it can be a good job, but it depends on the the, the decision makers, the, the boosters, how much they want to help the new coach be successful because there's talent all over that state. And they're going to Georgia. They're going to Tennessee. They're, they're going to other places. But if Georgia kept their talent in state, half of their talent in state, Georgia could be a really good basketball program. So it just was – it was just two, three years ago when Georgia had the number one overall player in the country and is one of the bright upcoming stars in the NBA right now with uh, Anthony Edwards. So there's talent there. The question is, who can they get? Because uh, infield there, USC just signed an extension, Steve Forbes signing an extension, and those coaches were mentioned with the Georgia job. Can they go find their own Nate Oaks? I'm going to be real interested to see what Georgia does. A, do they actually commit to basketball? They are the Tennessee baseball of SEC basketball. Their facilities stink, and they are a sleeping giant. And, yes, I, I do believe that Tennessee baseball was a sleeping giant because high school baseball – in the South, in the state of Tennessee, is prevalent. People people around the state of Tennessee love baseball, and there are a lot of really talented baseball players throughout the state of Tennessee, so that's kind of, kind of why I refer to Tennessee as a, a sleeping giant. Uh, 
baseball-wise, and I think you've seen that with Tony Vitelli. You just needed somebody to get the ball rolling in the right direction. And and if they can get these facilities top-notch and, and knock the facilities out of the park, pun intended, then I think Tennessee baseball is really going to get rolling. And I, I think at some point they would win a national championship under Tony Vitello just with the way that he recruits. And I think Georgia's – he might. He might. They, they've got the talent to do so. Hopefully the team can come together like it did last year. But I, I kind of view Georgia in that same light. Their facilities are crap, and that has hampered them with attracting coaches. And their their state has plenty of talent in, in it. They, they have top prospects coming out of the Atlanta area every single year, and not just one or two, like a handful of guys. I mean, five to ten guys of – top 25, top 50, top 100 players that are not really going to Georgia. So I'll, I'll be real curious to see what Georgia does. I don't think Steve Forbes would necessarily listen to Georgia, especially after his contract extension. Uh, I, I think he would listen to a school like Maryland if, if they called. Uh, there, there's the other opening that would be interesting. Uh, that's slipping my mind at the moment. Uh, with, with Steve Forbes, but you know who I really like is Matt McMahon at Murray State, and, and I've watched Murray State the last several years, uh, and and would hate to see him leave Murray State, but he is an excellent basketball coach, and it, it is time for him to get a shot at a big time school. I'm not saying that George is a big time basketball power, but he deserves a a power five job and somebody of significance, Louisville, the other job opening that I was thinking of, Louisville, Maryland. If they called Forbes, I think Forbes would legitimately listen, even despite signing the new deal that he did with Wake Forest. But really interested to see what Georgia does and if, if they begin to take basketball seriously like the rest of the SEC. I'm looking at the top uh, rankings in the state of Georgia for the 2022 class in basketball. Um, the number one player is going to Ohio State. He's 42 in the country, 42nd in the country. The 62nd best player in the country is going to Xavier. The 72nd best player is going to Ole Miss. The 74th best player is going to Indiana. The 135th best player is going to Clemson. And then you have Cincinnati, Clemson, App State, Georgetown. The 5th best player in the state is not committed anywhere, but... Nine out of the top ten players in the state of Georgia, they're committed somewhere, and it's not Georgia. So there's talent in that state. They just got to get a coach that can funnel some of those players to, to the University of Georgia, and hopefully they don't. And Rob Lewis was telling me yesterday in our 2023 rivals rankings, like four of the top 27 or so players in in the country are from Georgia or the Atlanta area. And I guarantee you none of them will go to Georgia for next year's recruiting class. I was offended watching Vanderbilt-Georgia game. It was awful basketball. And it, and it wasn't necessarily Vanderbilt. I mean, it was Georgia. I mean, they Vanderbilt suck. could not miss from three. They should have saved some of those threes for Alabama today. Alabama on upset alert. So, yeah, ab- absolutely. But – I know you're going to say, I'm not rooting for either one. Would we rather see Alabama or Vanderbilt win today? 
because we would love to see Alabama lose, but Alabama has the better chance at knocking off Kentucky. So do we, do we want Alabama to win so that maybe they could knock off Kentucky and Tennessee could possibly get revenge on Saturday against the Crimson Tide, and it would be the easier matchup for Tennessee instead of Kentucky? Is that what we're, so, we're pulling for? So you ask me who I want to win between Alabama and Vanderbilt. Because it would be nice to see Alabama lose right off the bat, but the downside to that is Kentucky would then play Vanderbilt, and Kentucky would just walk right into Saturday without any issues. And look, I think Kentucky will beat Alabama, even if they play Alabama, but Alabama does have the better chance at beating Kentucky. So, as, as tough as it is, as it is I, I think it sounds pretty I think easy I want, to me, right? I think I want Bama to win. Ugh. Makes sick. <laughs> Whatever helps Tennessee be successful, and the biggest threat to Tennessee on this side of the bracket is Kentucky. So, of course, you want Kentucky to lose, and if that means Alabama beating Kentucky, then so be it. So be it. You got your houndstooth hat ready? No. Got your Bear Bryant hat ready to roll? Nope. No, me neither. But Alabama was more than capable of beating Kentucky. I mean, they can shoot the lights out. They got great guard play. But defensively, you just don't know how committed they are on a nightly basis. So it could happen. But, I mean, look at, look at Vanderbilt. Alabama is on upset alert. Vanderbilt could not miss. They are very comfortable in that gym with that rim in that setting. Yeah, but then they'll go out tonight and they won't be able to make a shot because that's how basketball works. We'll see. We'll see. They should have saved some of those threes for tonight against Alabama. So last night's game was ugly, but I think it was more Georgia than it was Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt actually played pretty good basketball. It's just the the opponent was as bad of a basketball team as I've seen in the SEC. I was watching the game, Ben. I was about to send off a tweet. Talking about Georgia being terrible. It just wasn't worth it. Like Georgia's so bad, it just wasn't worth it. I didn't even want to tweet about Georgia basketball because they're so bad. Like some of the shots that they were taking and the misses were terrible. And no one moves across the sideline as fast as Tom Cream. Tom Cream was coaching like it was a one point game. So you give him, you know, credit. I mean, he's he's handled himself as well as you can with the team that's the worst team in SEC history. And I just feel bad for Damian Fishback and, and Tom Hartman. They were trying. They were trying to talk about the game, but then they start talking about other stuff, bothering Dane Bradshaw over there trying to ease pizza. I mean, they were so bored, and they were trying to be so nice to Georgia. Damian Fishback was like, hey, man, unless, unless, something, unless Georgia does something here, man, it looks like – it looks like Vanderbilt's on the advance. It's like, Damien, this game been over. We should be already talking about Vanderbilt and Alabama. This game been over. They're not coming back. It was over as soon as the two teams left the locker room. It's been over. You know how bad of a team you have to be for the game to be over when you leave the locker room and the other team is Vanderbilt? You know how bad of a team you have to be for it to be over when you leave the locker room and the other team is Vanderbilt? If you are Ole Miss, what are you doing with Kermit Davis? Do you give him 
another year. They were kind of banged up at times. That's banged up a lot. Yes. But he's on, he's surprisingly underperformed since he got there. I think they I think that they went to the NCAA tournament last year under him, or maybe it was the year before. But it's not been very pretty. Fourth season. Do you give him a fifth? I don't know what I would do. Yeah, I mean, I understand either way. I understand bringing him back for one more year. I also understand moving on from him. I understand both possible scenarios. His first year, they lost in the first round in the NCAA tournament. Second year, they went 15 to 17. Third year, last year, they lost in the NIT in the first round. They were 16 and 12. This is not why you hired Kermit Davis. So he's almost gotten worse every single year. Well, 1920 was COVID year. And then the next year after that, he goes 16 and 12. I mean, it's really, I look at two seasons that's kind of fair to judge him. I'm not judging any coach on COVID. The two seasons I'm judging him is his first year. And then last year. 16 and 12 with the NIT first round exit. And this year, it's hard to judge him because he had so many players hurt and out for the season. It's tough. That's real tough. I'm looking at the Lady Vols and got two or three of your best players out for the season. I mean, what do you expect? That's, I mean, that's hard to bounce back from. Really hard. So, I think Kermit Davis deserves some grace. But if you Ole Miss and you have an opportunity to hire somebody else, maybe this is the time you do some of those back-channel talks with other candidates. And if you can get better, maybe you do get better. But I'm with you. You bring him back for another year, it's probably a good move. You let him go. It could be a good move if – you get the right guy. Don't be a Tennessee and go fire Coach Former to get Lane Kiffin and then wind up with Derek Dooley and, you know, so forth and so on. I don't need to get into details. Y'all know the story. Y'all read the book. I watched it live. You you read the book, Decade of Dysfunction. You know what goes on. 865-255-03. Our one is brought to you by Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. Yeah, we getting buzzer beaters. Tickets are being punched. Teams clawing, scratching for an NCAA tournament bid. The pressure is, is, is mounting. The pressure is mounting for teams who are picked to go deep into the tournament. And Tennessee's one of those teams, man. Yep. It, it gets fun now. This This is the fun part of conference championship week because now you you get into the good games and there have already been a a couple of good games this week there there have been several good games but they've been championship games at the mid-major tournaments and and now you've got the the big boys getting into the big games starting today i mean they again it's not at least for the sec it's not arkansas or 
Auburn, the big four in the SEC, but you start to get into a little bit better of a team all throughout America, ACC, Big 10, Big 12, SEC. So this is, this is when conference championship week really starts to get fun. 865-255-03. We'll take our first break of the day. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, live from the Low T Center studio. Stay with us. Be right back. Swain Event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. If you want to be part of the show, call the Iris Networks hotline at 865-200-5503. Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. Hello, is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. What are you doing? Calling around to get the best rate on a car loan. Why? Everyone knows Alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan. And with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment, it's a no-brainer. You can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Alcoa 10 Credit Union. It's so easy. Go to atfcu.com for details. Rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of Quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. For a replay of each day's Swain Event TV, subscribe to the Swain Event channel on YouTube. In this day and age, the way we work is changing and evolving. Businesses still moving forward despite your work location changing and supply shortages affecting a number of different areas. Office furniture is not immune to the halt in the supply chain. This is why Office Furniture Outfitters has purchased desks, chairs, and tables in bulk to provide you with in-stock options for your place of business, no matter if it's in an office building or at your house. Office Furniture Outfitters is the local supplier for Herman Miller, and they keep Aeron chairs in stock. They will come to your office, lay out, and make recommendations. 
No project is too big or too small. You can visit them on location at 17th Street and Grand Avenue in the Fort Sanders area or online at OFONOX.com or give them a call at 865-524-3003. Office Furniture Outfitters, providing East Tennessee's biggest selection and best value for office furniture since 1995. If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay, do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill, also known as the Hampton on the Hill. This award-winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties. The GM, Stephen Lawrence, is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville. He and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the big orange action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill, or call 865-693-5400. Fellas, when it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself, but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the MN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you, because when you look good, you feel good. Go to MarkNelsonDenim.com. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knox Hill for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you, so you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done, and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. For a replay of each day's Swain Event TV, subscribe to the Swain Event channel on YouTube. Let's go to the Irish Network's hotline this morning. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, and let's get to our guy Dave it in Louisville. David, good morning. 
What's up, fellas? How we doing today? Man, we are wonderful, man. Thank you for calling. It's good to hear from you, man. We missed you. Man, I miss y'all too. I listen to y'all, listen to the podcast late in the afternoon. Got, you know, promotion to work, a lot of traveling going on, but I got I got something to get off my chest. Uh, so my alma mater, Bellarmine University here in Louisville, Kentucky, was Division Two when I went there. Um, they just joined the Atlantic Sun in 2020, and in their second season, they finished second in the regular season, and they just won the Atlantic Sun Conference Tournament and will not be going to the NCAA Tournament because you have to wait five years to show that you're competitive to the NCAA in Division One. So the Jacksonville State Gamecocks will now be going to the NCAA Tournament instead of my Knights. What do you say about that, Swain? Yeah, I think that's I think that's um, that's terrible. I did see that. I did see that story. I was uh, listening to a college basketball writer discuss that situation, and he was saying that the NCAA has a rule that rule in place so that there's not a flood of teams that try to jump from D3, D2, whatever, to D1. So I, I don't know whether that's the, the right rule to have in place, but that is apparently the reason why, so that teams just don't try to flood to D1 to try to prevent just a bunch of teams jumping uh, all at one one time. And, and I, I get that, but I think in the first – first time ever in the 25 years or so of this rule being in place it's the first time in in year two anyone has won the conference that they moved up to in the division one ranks and if you look back at the Bellarmine University night they won a d2 national championship while I was on campus back in uh 2009 I think it was 2010 season um Coach Davenport has been a Louisville native his whole life. He coached my alma mater high school, too, to a 99 state championship and has done nothing but win wherever he's gone. And I just – this campus had about 1,500 kids when I went there. You know, they've got over 4,000 to 5,000 now. It's a booming private Catholic school here in the city. I ended up playing baseball there, blah, blah, blah. We were a doormat, you know, in 2000. When I got there in 06, we were a doormat. Never had a 500 season in any uh, uh, season in, in baseball or basketball. Then Coach Davenport comes, coach that recruited me. He was in the second year. We went to a World D2 World Series. Coach Davenport, in the meantime, wins the national championship. We uh, decided to go D1 across the board. We're competitive. Uh, we lost to Kentucky by one in baseball last weekend. Not that Kentucky's great. They wouldn't play us when we were D2. Cause they're, they're scared. You know, they're scared, and they didn't want to play us. Especially Wood, because we were – oh, yeah. yeah you had no idea. But I just got to get that off my chest, guys. I don't know if it's a talking point or not. I just feel like this rule needs to be changed because we're the uh, exception to the rule. We're better than the competition we played in D2, and we beat the hell out of them for almost a decade. And now – you you want to punish us for five years by not going? I mean, what do you what are you playing for at that point? How do you recruit to your school and continue winning? I don't know. I did hear that you found who Louisville should hire as their next head coach, though. Uh let's not. Okay, okay, all right, all right. I don't know. <laughs> you don't like that. I, uh, I mean, hey, I, I'm 
listen, I hate Kentucky so much that that that, that Louisville means something to me. And my father took me to Louisville games as a child. So I have Danny Crum, Freedom Hall memories burnt into my head. I actually have Swain. This is probably before you you actually knew or cared about Tennessee. Ben, you might remember this, but you remember Marcus Hayslip and yep. C.J. Black, those teams? Yep. And we were up six with 19 seconds left in Freedom Hall, and I watched us collapse and lose on uh, back-to-back threes and a layup, and then Marcus Hayslip missed a bunny at the buzzer to lose. But uh, back to my point, I just feel like this rule needs to be visited. I don't know if you got a number or something for Emmert or whoever it is in the NCAA. But uh, I just feel like it's a travesty for the, the the university, the body of work they've done over the last 10 years, um, and being competitive in, in Division Two and now Division One, running through the A-Sun. And um, I, I just I don't feel like this rule is uh, – I don't think this rule was – I don't think they thought this rule would ever be challenged as far as somebody's going to walk into Division One. And you know, win it, win it, win a conference tournament, whatever it might be. Because if you flip it, I mean, again, I know I'm picking on Louisville coaches here, but Rick Pitino lost five games at Iona this year, the whole season. He loses one game in the NC, in his in his conference tournament, and he's not going dancing either. So it's just, I, it's just a mixed bag of emotions for me for the coaching job. Like you know, Pitino's done at Iona, but more back to my alma mater and how. I just feel like they got royally screwed. And, you know, to storm the court at Freedom Hall, I mean, when I went to basketball games, Swain and Ben, the only people there were parents. It was it. And then by the time I left campus five years later, Knights Hall, which holds 2,000 people, it's a height smaller than my high school gym, Ballard High School, Home Island, Houston, VFL. Did I say that right? You said it right. That's right. Okay, um, but they couldn't. They it was standing room only, so we moved over to Freedom Hall to show that what we're competitive and we sell tickets. And there was probably about ten thousand people at that game, and um, we celebrated an A Sun conference tournament championship, and then got to drive home and what stare at a trophy, I guess. Yep. Yeah, that sucks, man. I, I, I do, I do appreciate your pride, man, and your passion. I, I, I do, man. That stinks. It really does. It really does. Hey, man, Dave's a good dude, man. He's a good dude. I miss David. I do too. Call in more often, David, and congrats on the promotion. You didn't sneak that in here, and don't think that I didn't catch that. Heck yeah, man. That's awesome, man. Congrats on the promotion. Wish you could call in more. I think you need to make time to call in more. I mean, it sounds like he's going to be a boss. And if he's a boss, he Sounds like make... he already is a boss. Yeah, he got promotion. He's that... a boss. That means he can call in when he wants to. That's right. That's right. You hear all that confidence he was speaking with? Yeah. He's always been a confident guy calling in, but he he was flawless. The, the confidence was impeccable. It was coming through the phone. It instilled confidence in me. That stinks. Uh, TC from Virginia says, maybe I missed it, but did you all see the tweet from Nico's coach yesterday? Somebody's fan base is, is about to get excited or something like that, coming off the heels of a visit to the Hill. Um, after doing a little bit of digging, it had nothing to do with Tennessee. 
Nothing to do with Tennessee. I don't know what Tennessee fans freaked out more about yesterday. That tweet from that coach or Austin Price saying that he was going to Disneyland in California and people trying to connect the dots that Austin was going out there to shoot a commitment video with Nico and computing how far the trip was from Disneyland to Nico's high school. It's not that far. No, but this this trip has been planned for months, well yeah. before Nico came along. Yeah, there's no commitment video being planned to be shot, folks. That y'all know of. Or is there? Or is there not? <laughs> what? 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 Not what right event now. yesterday do you think people freaked out more of? The, the coach or Austin? I, I can't tell you how many texts I got. Probably the coach. I got a million texts about Austin. <gasps> Austin's going to California? How far is he going to be away from Nico? He can just drive over to the high school. Film a commitment video real quick. It was planned for months. That was my re- I, I just started copying and pasting. I mean, I, I got five or six text messages about Austin going to Disneyland yesterday. I just started copying and pasting my response to everybody. Oh, that's what I do when I get, like, have birthday tweets or text messages. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Love you, too. Happy birthday to you, too. But it's not my birthday. Oh, yeah, my bad. Those those copy and paste responses only work on, like, Christmas and Thanksgiving. You can't, you can't do those on your birthday. They don't work. Happy birthday. You, too. <laughs> no, it's not my birthday. People gonna learn. They gonna learn. You say you too to people that wish you a Merry Christmas? You too? <laughs> yeah, you too. That's lame. Merry Christmas to you too. Oh, there you go. That's better. Mm-hmm. That's better. As long as it's just not you too. I copy and paste and then I put you too and then comma and then your name. You too, Ben. You too, David. You too, TC. Seventy-five to hundred text messages. Well, I don't wish you a Merry Christmas because you're a bad friend. I do wish the other Swains a Merry Christmas, but you're 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 on my back pocket list and my naughty list. Why? Because you're a bad friend. No, I think I'm a great friend. You always booked. You root against my teams because you want to see me in pain. You lie. That's a lie. That is a big fat lie. But people gonna learn, man. Listen, we said this yesterday. Tennessee's in a good spot. Said it on Monday. Good spot or great spot? Tennessee's in a great spot. Tennessee's in a good spot. Tennessee's in a great spot. Whatever. But it's March. The beginning of March. He's not committing to to May. So it doesn't really matter where Tennessee is right now. It matters where Tennessee is going to be in May. And to be in a good position in May, they kind of have to be in a good position now too, right? So it's important where we are, but it's not over. And so you have to stay grounded. We said Monday, Tennessee's in a good spot. And then you start seeing crystal balls or forecasts or predictions or whatever for Nico to go to Tennessee. We're not going to stare you in the wrong direction. But I was told he was going to Oregon. We're not going to stare you in the wrong direction, listeners. We're not. Now you got folks... Now the boosters are stepping up with the NIL. Fool, they've been stepped up. 
We've been saying that on the swing. You just didn't know. For months. You just didn't know. Well, you should have known because we've been saying it for months. So you said I want to listen. We got you. Well, we we're not gonna lead you straight. We're not gonna do that to you. We got you. But some of the information don't need to be out for your own good. Sometimes knowing too much can get you in trouble. You watch TV, you watch movies, y'all know examples. Sometimes knowing too much can get you in trouble. We in a good spot. NIL Tennessee has been on point. There's always been a plan. Relax. But I understand. I understand having the eyeball of Bogies when the coach tweeted what he tweeted. I understand having the eyeball emojis when Austin Price says he's going to Cali because, you know, Austin shoots those commitment videos of other prospects. No one's telling you not to be excited. No one's telling you not to try to connect the dots. Not saying that at all. But we are saying we're going to put that work in to find out. And sometimes it can't be drawn out in black and white. Sometimes it can't. It just depends. Apparently I'm a bad friend because I have not been to your new house. That too. Another reason. You you are booked. You don't help me move. You root for my teams to fail so that I can be miserable. And you haven't been to my new house despite being in the area several times. One time. When I come, I want to be able to bring a a pellet smoker that I'm gifting you with. That's that's what I want to be able to come to your house when I can bring the pellet smoker over to you. It's a present from me to you to get you in the game, Ben, to get you in the barbecue game. That's when I'm making my first visit. All will be forgiven when that happens. All right. I got you. I got you. 865 is our telephone number. I got you, Ben. I have you. 865 is our telephone number. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, who is the best, best friend that you could have. 865 Be right back. Just because you can't call in doesn't mean that you have to sit on the sideline. Impact the show with a text box. It's part of the free Swain Event app. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over.
Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody Trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. At Iris Networks, we know that business communication solutions are critical to your success. Since 1998, we've been helping businesses in East Tennessee by providing reliable and affordable high-speed fiber internet and voice solutions. That's why Iris Networks is your Tennessee communications partner. With internet speeds up to 100 gigs and work-from-anywhere solutions like mobile apps, video conferencing, and file sharing, we make sure you can stay connected to your customers and great communities we live and work in. Iris Networks, because just like you, Tennessee is our home. Fellas, when it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself, but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you, because when you look good, you feel good. Go to Mark Nelson Denim Com. In this day and age, the way we work is changing and evolving. Businesses still moving forward despite your work location changing and supply shortages affecting a number of different areas. Office furniture is not immune to the halt in the supply chain. This is why Office Furniture Outfitters has purchased desks, chairs, and tables in bulk to provide you with in-stock options for your place of business, no matter if it's in an office building or at your house. Office Furniture Outfitters is the local supplier for Herman Miller, and they keep Aeron chairs in stock. They will come to your office, lay out, and make recommendations. No project is too big or too small. You can visit them on location at 17th Street and Grand Avenue in the Fort Sanders area or online at OFONOX.com or give them a call at 865-524-3003. Office Furniture Outfitters, providing East Tennessee's biggest selection and best value for office furniture since 1995. If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay, do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill, also known as the Hampton on the Hill. This award-winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties. The GM, Stephen Lawrence, is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville. He and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the big orange action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill, or call 865-693-5400. I just wanted to come by and congratulate you on the great work you've been doing. I like your style. You remind me of a young me. Failure is not an option. That boy is good. Rules remind yourself. Nobody built like you. You design yourself. 
Attaboy. Attaboy is brought to you by Made in Tennessee Business Fiber Internet from Iris Networks. Find business solutions for you at irisnetworksusa.com. SwainEventsWinEvent.com. Time for Attaboy here on the program. Highlighting positivity. Ben McKee, Jason Swain. On a Thursday morning that's not rainy. Irish Networks. USA.com is the website where you can go there and see business owners how you can start your relationship with Irish Networks. On a high note, 90 days no payment for business, fiber, internet, and voice. What are we highlighting today? Tennessee baseball, because they swept James Madison yesterday, as they should have, but still a fairly competitive two-game series with the Dukes from Virginia. And for those who were paying attention, obviously know that game one on Tuesday night was suspended in the middle of the eighth inning as a torrential downpour took place in Knoxville and throughout the South and East Tennessee, uh, and the game was tied at seven to seven. Um, yeah, seven to seven. Um, when the game was suspended, comes back and starts back at four thirty yesterday on Wednesday, and Tennessee immediately scores there in the bottom of the eighth inning to take a. 8-7 to seven lead. Logan Steenstra hit by a pitch after Tennessee loaded the bases. And then James Madison hit a home run on the first pitch of the top of the ninth inning to tie the game. And the game went into extra innings. Uh, Tennessee went on to win 9-8 to eight because Jarrell Ortega hit a walk-off RBI single to left field that scored Jared Dickey from second after Jared Dickey and Trey Lipscomb led off the inning with back-to-back singles. And how about Jared Dickey, Tennessee's redshirt freshman that can play either corner outfield spot, can DH, can catch. Will Mabry, one of Tennessee's pitchers, told the media following the game last night 
that Jared Dickey has lost 70 pounds since he got to Tennessee. This is his second year in the program, and the kid has lost 70 pounds. That's a whole lot of weight. You you hear about guys getting in shape all the time, all all across sports, but 70 pounds, mm-hmm. that's very impressive, and, and he is just hitting the absolute cover off of the ball. In game two, he led off the game with a home run into the bullpen. He hit a second home run later in the game, and he's now hitting 529 on the season as four home runs. He is performing really well. He's hitting 714 with runners in scoring position, which is incredible. That is. Uh, so Tennessee beat James Madison 10-2 to in the second game. That one was close at times as well. It was 2-2 two to two in the in the sixth inning. All the way into the bottom of the sixth inning, James Madison led 2-1 to one, uh, after Trey Lipscomb couldn't turn a double play in the top of the fourth, and it allowed two runs to score. Drell Ortega did get hurt on the play, and hopefully that does not come back with bad news. Uh, the base runner slid into Jarrell Ortega. It was a clean play, just caught his ankle flush and uh, had to later come out of the game after he grounded out to second in his next at bat and could barely run down the line to first base. So hopefully Tennessee gets good news there. But even after James Madison took that 2-1 lead, uh, Trey Lipscomb hit the first pitch of the bottom of the inning for a home run to tie the game. And then uh, Tennessee really woke up in the sixth, seventh, and eighth inning uh, and kind of put on a home run derby. They they could not stop hitting home runs. They hit seven for the game, and seven tied a program record for most home runs in a game. I mentioned Jared Dickey let off the game with a home run. Trey Lipscomb, I mentioned his homer in the bottom of the fourth to tie it. But then in the bottom of the sixth, uh, after Evan Russell hit an RBI double to give Tennessee the lead, Tennessee's stud freshman, Christian Moore, hit a home run that he absolutely crushed. Jared Dickey then led off the seventh with a home run and went back-to-back with Logan Steenstra. And then Luke Lipsius later hit a home run in the seventh inning for three homers in in the seventh inning for the Vols. And then Corden Lawson hit one in the eighth. So Tennessee held a little home run derby there at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Uh, last night and, and picked up two wins over James Madison. And how about Tony Vitello, who has now moved into fourth place on Tennessee's all-time wins list as the baseball coach. Yesterday was wins number 145 and 146, and he surpassed John Whitted. Whited. I don't know. He was the coach from 82 to 87 for six years. Uh, Tony Vitello surpassed him for Rick fourth all-time and now he is 12 wins away from passing Dave Serrano third all-time. So no disrespect to Dave Serrano, but when Dave Serrano is your third winning as coach of all time, maybe some issues there, but still, Tony Vitello climbing up the the wins list, the wins ladder of Tennessee baseball. Well, you know, man, he'll be number one on the list. Uh, I don't know. Rod Del Monaco won 699, and Tony Vitello is at 146. Yeah, he got a ways to go. He's going to be there. He's going to be there. He's going to be there. Gotta be here for 20 years. He's gonna be here for 20 years, Ben. <laughs> He's gonna be here. Hour two coming up.